Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Well, it's a glorious day in Northern Ireland as I broadcast from the Titanic Belfast. Museum built on the Harlan and Wolf shipyard here in Northern Ireland's capital. Two giant cranes stand here. They're nicknamed Samson and Delilah. And while they weren't the ones that built the, uh, built the Titanic, they certainly indicate that this was once one of the world's great shipyards. The sun is out. The sky is blue. Well, it's getting a little later here. Huh? The air is crisp. The water on the Belfast Loch just behind me at the mouth of the river Lagan. Is it Lagan or Lagan? The river Lagan. Lagan. Lagan, of course. River Lagan is calm. Visitors are streaming into the museum. We were here at the Belfast Titanic Museum, and that's the ambient sound you hear behind me. I'm Rudy Maxey, your genial travel radio show host, and thanks to a legacy of shipbuilding, Belfast is forever linked to the sea, even though ships are not any longer built here. I suppose it's a bit, you could say a bit macabre that the Titanic is so famous, given it never succeeded in making a single ocean crossing. After all, it was on its maiden voyage from Southampton to New York when it struck that iceberg and sunk, costing the lives of about 1,500 people. Most of us can't name the ship that rescued about 700 of those passengers. It was called the Carpathian. It was a Cunard vessel. But the Titanic is remembered because its launching was so famous, its passenger list so glittering, so celebrated, and its demise so sudden and dramatic. That terrible accident led to changes in maritime law and an improvement in wireless communication systems that could have saved more lives of Titanic passengers had they been in effect in 1912. The Titanic, the Titanic Belfast is a very hands-on experiential museum that celebrates the engineering and shipbuilding expertise that made the Titanic, even as it commemorates the night that a collision with an iceberg doomed it. As I mentioned in the first hour, if you think you know everything about the Titanic because you saw the movie, well, come to Belfast and stop, here in, stop in here at Titanic Belfast. Here are a few factoids you might know about Northern Ireland. 17 U.S. presidents traced their lineage to Ulster men here. Three were first-generation presidents, excuse me, three first-generation presidents from Northern Ireland were James Buchanan, Chester Arthur, remember him? Well, neither do I. And Andrew Jackson, I do remember him. Northern Ireland claims the world's sheep-shearing champion, the world's oyster-eating champion, and the world's bog-snorkeling champion. Now, I don't believe any of those are necessarily in the Olympics, uh, but you got to respect uh, Colin Shurlow from Dromore, who just two months ago knocked back 212 oysters in just three minutes at the Hillsborough International Oyster Festival in the UK. That was 21, 21 shy of his performance last year that earned him a place in the Guinness Book of Records, but it was enough to stave off two American runners-up. And it was in the village of Ballycastle here in Northern Ireland where Marconi conducted experimental transmissions to nearby Rathlin Island to prove to Lloyds of London that wireless telegraphy, te telegraphy, telegraphy, te telegraphy, telegraphy, I think it would be telegraphy, yeah, was practicable, practicable, in other words, it worked. Coming up this hour, we're going to learn a lot more about this fascinating and beautiful part of the island of Ireland. In a moment, I'll talk with Matthew Bennett on the website First Class Flyer on another subject about what you should do to protect your United miles since United decided to charge you more frequent flyers for award tickets. Then we're going to meet a woman whose great-grandfather helped build the Titanic and was proud to be a deck engineer on the ship as it sailed away from Belfast on its maiden voyage meant to reach New York City. He never returned to his family. I'm going to ask Susie Miller about the impact that ship's sinking had on families in Belfast. 
There's a bit of good news in the travel world this week. Let's do some news. The Italian government it was, uh, has, is going to limit by 20% the number of big cruise ships permitted to enter the Venice Lagoon, whose waters surround, or the lagoon whose waters surround the man-made islands of Venice. That rule goes in effect in January. In effect of a year from now, ships larger than 96,000 gross tons will be totally banned from Venice's lagoon. Why wait until next November? Well, I'm presuming it's because a cruise line has sold cruises that include stops in Venice uh, by promising a docking right in the heart of the city and postponing uh, the complete ban will allow cruise lines to adjust their marketing material accordingly. There's good news for a city that's not so slowly crumbling into the sea. As the cruise industry has grown, the World Monuments Funds included Venice on its list of endangered sites. Remember, this is an entire city built on wood poles that are stuck in mud. So fragile foundations, mud banks, and pilings are disturbed when huge ships carrying as many as 3,500 passengers enter that fragile uh, environment. Nearly 2 million visitors, by the way, a year enter Venice just by ship alone. The trade group American for, American Alliance for America estimates 25 million Americans will fly commercially during Thanksgiving week. That would be a 1.5% increase over last year's numbers. So make sure you've got your seat assignments that you've printed out your boarding passes before you get to the airport and arrive earlier than normal in expectation of longer security lines. Now, recently, United Airlines announced new rules regarding how many miles frequent flyers would have to cash in to obtain an award ticket. Among United mileage holders, there was outrage. They burned up the Internet. Matthew Bennett's been publishing a newsletter called First Class Flyer for about 17 years, and he curates the website of the same name. Matthew, welcome to the show. I want to ask you, why would United... Why would United, which has had such problems the last couple of years since it merged with Continental, want to irritate its frequent flyers with this shakeup of its award schedule? Well, I think, first of all, most people aren't even aware of the award changes, and they only have effect to business and first-class travelers, So, which, well, that's the most profitable of its group. They're actually the people who pay attention to the loyalty program the least. Okay, but how about your, your, all right, your clientele are interested in business and first-class fares, but I presume they don't mind accumulating some extra miles and flying free in the front of the plane from time to time. It matters to them certainly less, and it's usually the people who are earning miles through um, credit cards and other tricks uh, who, are most, uh, who follow the programs most closely who are most sort of up in arms. But, but, you, but know, you said you think that United has basically got, is carrying too many frequent flyer miles on their books, and they got, they've got to burn them. Well, too many, and some of the award chart changes are up to you know beyond 80 percent with their partners. So, it's, at one level, it's an issue of supply and demand, um, but there are ways to get around the new changes, which, of course, is what we talk about every month in FirstClassFlyer.com. Uh, what is one way we get around the new changes? Well, you want to use credit cards uh, that are diversified. Most people think that, especially uh, United enthusiasts, to get a United credit card, but that's the last thing you want to do. Uh, credit cards like uh, American Express, Starwood Preferred Guests, which transfer into 30 different programs, uh, and even membership rewards points from American Express allow you to be diversified. You can deposit in miles, uh, mileage programs, which uh, have much more lucrative award charts. So um, that's, that's just one thing. And, and the whole elite status um, sort of lie that that's the best uh, uh, way to, you know, get upgrades and take advantage of the mileage programs or is, is, is what we think is, is far from the best approach. And can I also add that I think you have, is it the end of February to book at the old reward rates or is it the 1st of February? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, so, yeah, February 1st, the pro uh, program chart February changes. 1st. So kind of like what we, you know, tell our readers is that if you knew when the stock market was going to plunge, you would take precautions before then. And so the same way with the 
uh, with United's program that is going to change uh, from mileage plus to, in a lot of ways, mileage minus. You want to plan ahead. <laughs> now, the problem is everyone else, not everyone, but, you know, 5, 10, 15 percent of its membership realize this also. So, so there is going to be a bit of a run. But on you can book day. about 330 days out, though, so that's, that's terrific. Matthew Bennett's been publishing the news at our First Class Flyer for 17 years. Go to firstclassflyer.com for more details because he can save you money when looking for a business or first-class seat. Stay with me. After this break, we're going to meet a Belfast resident who lost her great-grandfather when the Titanic sunk. I'm Rudy Maxa. Stick around. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to discover what Ireland's great cities have to offer. Cities including Dublin, Belfast, Galway, and Kilkenny are as rooted in history as they are in the 21st century. From ancient landmarks to five-star hotels, from a new generation of chefs cooking up a foodie scene as dynamic as it is delicious to iconic castles and coastlines. All are within easy reach of these vibrant city hubs that are making their way onto best destination lists from National Geographic to TripAdvisor. Plan a trip today and go to Ireland.com or RudyMaxa.com and click on Sponsors. Get ready, get set for the holidays for less at Lumber Liquidator's huge flooring sale. Save on over 150 floors, including first quality laminate from 49 cents a square foot. Pre-finished hardwood from only $1.69 per square foot. Beautiful bamboo up to 15% off our incredibly low prices. Plus, save on great holiday gifts or florum with a gift card and get special financing hurry get a great deal on a new floor just in time for the holidays sales going on now visit lumberliquidators.com or your store for your holiday deal today do you have a used musical instrument at home gathering dust guitar centers experts are interested in buying it from you for cash you don't even need to be a musician. Look at attics and basements because we're buying qualified guitars, amps, pedals, keyboards, drums, and more. It's the Trade-In Expo at your local guitar center now through Sunday. Looking to upgrade? We'll pay cash for qualified used gear and give you a 15% discount on new gear. You can even trade gear. Find details in your local store at guitarcenter.com. Look, kid, you're new here. So let me tell you the three keys to a long, happy career. First, high heat gloves page 2640 of the Granger catalog. Second, intrinsically safe earmuffs, page 2606. Third, portable eyewash stations, page 2790. Am I the grand poobah of workplace safety? No. Granger is. They have page after page of safety products. The Granger catalog in all its forms. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. This segment of the show is brought to you by Travel Guard. You turn to them for travel insurance and assistance service plans when traveling. I know you do. I hope you do. And Travel Guard's teamed up with Reader's Digest, a name you know and trust for reliable expert advice to produce the free Smart Spenders Travel Guide that will... Well, for example, give you 10 reasons to stop making excuses and just travel already. Eight must-have travel accessories. How to eat like a king and pay like a pauper. I need to read that. Seven secrets to cheap off-season vacations and lots more. You can get your copy for free of the Smart Spenders Travel Guide by going to TravelGuard.com or just go to my radio show website, RudyMaxa.com, and click on the banner for Travel Guards. It's on the top of the 
front page. Coming to you live, you hear some noise in the background. That's because we're coming to you live this weekend from Belfast, the capital of Northern Ireland, a beautiful, beautiful city in a beautiful spot. You're just about 10 minutes outside town, a gorgeous rolling green countryside and a beautiful coastline. I'm broadcasting from the Titanic Belfast, which is the proper name of the museum dedicated to the ship, the Titanic, that opened March 31st of last year. And I'm joined by a woman who has a very personal connection to the Titanic. Her name is Susie Miller, and she is the owner of Titanic Tours of Belfast. She's the great-granddaughter of Thomas Miller. He was a deck engineer who worked on the building of the ship and then sailed on that first ill-fated sailing of the uh, Titanic, um, working as a, as, a, as a deck engineer. Am I, am I right that he, worked, he helped build the ship? Yes, that's correct, Rudy. He was uh, an engine fitter on Titanic and her sister ship Olympic before he decided to go to sea as a marine engineer. And the thinking behind that was that his wife had died and he wanted to make a better future for his two sons. So he was heading to New York City to make that his home. Uh, luckily, the two so he, kids were so left he was, behind. So he was going to work his way across and stay in New York? Yes, he was. Yes, he was going to continue to work for the White Star Line, but just have his base in New York City oh, rather than on this side of the Atlantic. I see. So the kids were to be left with relatives. And then once he had got himself organized, he was going to come and pick them up and start their, their fresh start, I guess, in, in New York. York. And we know what happened to the ship, and he did not survive, obviously. He did not survive, I'm sorry to say, no. Um, as a deck engineer, probably he would have been helping to lower those lifeboats to get other people to safety, so he would have had no chance of getting off of that ship. You know a little about his history and the history of his son, your grandfather, because someone wrote it down. Yes, uh, we're very fortunate with our Titanic family story because my grandfather, who was only five in 1912 when all this happened, he had the good foresight to write this all down. He was a, an author by trade when he grew up and he wrote a short story in 1934 called Prelude to an Ulster Childhood. And in that, he described how this little boy had watched his father sailing off on Titanic. He could remember that at age five. Yeah, he remembered it very, very clearly. He actually remembered the last conversation he had with his father before he boarded Titanic. Um, his father gave him two new pennies, 1912 pennies, and told him not to spend them until the family was all together again. He told him to be good for his Aunt Mary, who was going to look after him, and then he was gone. So my grandfather remembers standing on the beach on the shores of Belfast Loch and watching Titanic sailing out, and in his hand he had those two pennies clutched so tightly, he said, that the date was burnt into his hand. Oh, it's such a sad story. Well, there's more, because uh, when he heard that Titanic had sunk and that his father was lost in the disaster, my grandfather made the decision that he would never spend those two pennies, that he would keep them all of his life. And we still have them. We still have them today. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And now his great-granddaughter runs me. a tour company dedicated to, well, the Titanic. Is that right? Yep. It's, called, it's just called Titanic Tours. You I obviously tour people elsewhere other than this museum. Oh, yes, yes. Right. Uh -huh. there, there's a lot to see in Belfast concerning Titanic. I mean, this is the hub here, Titanic of Belfast. Right. But it sits at the top of the slipways where Titanic was actually built. And a lot of the original hardware that built Titanic is still here to see. It needs a little bit of interpretation, but it's there. And concerning my family story, the house where my grandfather was brought up, that beach where he watched Titanic sail, that's all still there as well. 
there's so much authentic and genuine stuff here in Belfast for people to come and see and you really do get under the skin of the Titanic story. It becomes much more than, than just what you see in the movie. Do you lead some of these tours? Oh, I do indeed. I, I lead all of them. Oh, yes. so you, yes. you can tell your personal You do tell your yes. personal story. Well, how, um, how has the Titanic and the... Uh, legend is the wrong word because it's not a legend, but the story of it that is known so universally. How has it, how does it affect the families in Belfast, the the city of Belfast? That may be too big a question, but it, it must be omnipresent. It, do you know it's a funny thing because here in Belfast we did not talk about the Titanic until quite recently. It was such a shock because when that... Because so many people's lives were touched by the loss of yes, crew members? Yes. I mean, most of the crew came from Southampton. There were very few people from Belfast who really? were actually on board. If ah. you go look at the Titanic Memorial at Belfast City Hall, there's about 25, 30 names on there. But it was the ship herself. It was the fact that so many thousands of people had helped to build the ship and they had invested something of themselves in that build. And three years of work was lost in just 13 days. And no, rather two and a half hours. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, all that craftsmanship and all that, that good work was just gone. People were so shocked by that that we just didn't talk about it. It's the Celtic way of dealing with things. You just don't. You sweep it away on <laughs> the carpet. I didn't know that was a Celtic I thought we turned it into a folklore legend or story of some sort. Well, now we have, you see. It's taken a long time to come what do you, around. What do you think brought it out of the shadows? I think two the events. Movie? Uh, the movie? Well, first of all, that before movie? the movie, the movie definitely helped. But right. even before that, the discovery of the wreck in 1985. I think then ah. here in Belfast, we started to realize that the rest of the world had this huge fascination with Titanic. And here we were sitting on the whole backstory of it with so many personal stories to tell as well. And ignoring it. And ignoring it and not sharing it with the world. And obviously, we didn't have the visitor numbers um, back in the, the 80s, 90s to, to justify something like this. But as people got curious about Belfast, it, it became something that we did need to to have a structured uh, storytelling about. So here we are. My guest is Susan Miller. She is the owner of Titanic Tours Belfast. The website is titanictours-belfast.co, that's co.uk. So titanictours-belfast.co.uk. If you can't write it down because you're driving, it'll be on my Facebook fan page. Janet's probably got it up already. Rudy Maxa, uh, travel slash leisure. Uh, what are the most often asked questions you get from visitors when you take them on, a, on your, one of your Titanic tours? It, I suppose, depends on the age group. The, the funny one you always get asked by the younger uh, members of the tours is, are there still any bodies down at the wreck of Titanic? No. It's the grisly one. It's the horrible histories mm. one. Kids uh, are but, so... <laughs> you know. they, they want to be scared, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. They love all that grisly yeah. stuff. What do adults ask? Well, do you know, again, it's to do with the wreck. They want to know my feelings about what's happening to the wreck and whether I would ever dive down to it. And would you? I... No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I've been over the top of it. Uh, I took part in the Titanic Memorial Cruise last year as a oh, lecturer. Oh so that was great to be, you know, above the place where it sank exactly 100 years on and then to sail on to New York and complete Tommy's journey for him was, was a very, very special moment. But uh, yeah, adults tend to ask me, well, you know, would you like to see more stuff brought up and would you like to, to go down to it? And the answer to those, both of those questions is no, actually. I think we've got enough from the Titanic already. We know what life was like. We can paint a picture of it from what's already been retrieved. We don't need to keep diving down again and again. 
Do you ever use, I mean, you commented that, that there were relatively few Belfast residents on the actual sailing. So many hundreds had worked on the ship, obviously. Yes. Um, do you ever, this line I keep hearing here is, well, it was built by the Irish, but, you know, it took an English captain to run into an iceberg. Uh, uh, well, built by the Irish, wrecked by a Brit. <laughs> um, do you ever use that during your tours? Or, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of politics going on with that there one. There certainly but, um, are a lot of politics going on. You know, on if, if I were to blame one person for it, yes, I would put it firmly at the door of Captain Smith because he didn't steer a ship through an ice field in the way that he should have. He, he should have, have you read every book on it? Oh, no, no. Uh, I mean, people sometimes refer to me as a Titanic expert, and I shy away from that. Really, I'm not. Uh, I know my own story inside out. I know the Belfast side of things, but there's a lot the about Titanic. Yeah, I prefer uh, A Night to Remember. If you've anybody listening who, who likes their Titanic movies, go back to the old black and white one from the 1950s. That's just a straight telling of what happened that night, and it's, it's I and think, it's called A Night to Remember. A Night to Remember. Well, take it from Susie Miller. She ought to know. Go back to the original. Susie, thank you for dropping by. My pleasure. If you are coming to Belfast, it would like, a, obviously, a very personal story and a personal tour, Susie Miller's Titanic Tours of Belfast might be your first stop. Uh, the website's at Rudy Max at travel slash leisure. Hit the like button while you're over there. Way you're trying to get to 4,000 likes before the end of the year. It's going to be tough. I don't know if we'll do it, but we can try. When we come back, we're going to take a literary turn in our conversation and uh, talk about the poet Seamus Heaney, who is... Uh, uh, studied here and taught here in Belfast. We'll be joined by Eugene Kielt um, and his wife, who uh, were friends of, of the late poet. You're listening to Rudy Max's World, coming to you live from Belfast. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back right after this break. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Honey, you know that flight we were supposed to fly out on tomorrow? It's been canceled because of the weather. This was supposed to be our dream vacation. How did we end up here in the emergency room? Where's my luggage? The carousel is empty. Got a travel insurance plan? If you do, you can be covered for trip cancellation due to a covered reason. Medical expenses, lost luggage, and more. Cover yourself today. Call your travel agent or visit TravelGuard.com. Coverage provided by TravelGuard Group, Inc., a licensed insurance producer. Coverage will be limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states. Insurance underwritten by National Union Fire Insurance Company of Pittsburgh, PA. Get ready, get set for the holidays for less at Lumber Liquidator's huge flooring sale. Save on over 150 floors, including first quality laminate from 49 cents a square foot. Pre-finished hardwood from only $1.69 per square foot. Beautiful bamboo up to 15% off our incredibly low prices. Plus, save on great holiday gifts or floor them with a gift card. And get special financing. Hurry, get a great deal on a new floor just in time for the holidays. Sales going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com or your store for your holiday deal today. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. This segment of Rudy Maxa's brought to you by Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Orbitz. Orbitz has created Orbitz has created a simple program that rewards you faster than anyone else. Book your hotel and airline travel through Orbitz.com and you'll get rewarded instantly. And from now until December 3rd, the first flight you book through Orbitz will earn you $10 in Orbux. And they'll even zap the bag free for one bag and turn it into Orbucks, which you can use towards thousands of hotels. So you get $25 uh, 
toward uh, toward your next hotel reservation on Orbitz. And it's free to join. Free to join Orbitz. Bucks. Just go to Orbitz.com slash rewards and sign up to start earning rewards and saving money today. Orbitz.com slash rewards. All that noise you hear in the background is a lot of visitors here at the uh, Titanic Belfast, which is the uh, museum, the new, relatively new, it's about a year and a half old, new museum built to commemorate uh, the building of, of the Titanic, which happened right here in Northern Ireland in the capital city of Belfast, where I'm coming to you from live today. We're going to take a literary bent. Uh, my guest is Eugene Keeld. He specializes in literary tourism, and he's a specialist in Seamus Heaney, who is the uh, Nobel Prize winning poet from, uh, from Ireland. And Eugene and his wife, Geraldine, operate Laurel Villa Guesthouse in Macherfeld? Yes, yes. Close enough, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And you were a personal friend of uh, Seamus's, weren't you? Yes, uh, well... How's, how did that come to happen? Well, um, I was aware of uh, Seamus Heaney in the 70s. He, start, he started writing his first collection came out in 1966, but I became aware of him And what were 70s. you doing in the 70s? Uh, I was away. Uh, I was in Australia, um, in England. Uh, then I came back, back home, and I went to see him for the first time in 1977 in my hometown, Macherfeld. And um, immediately, I was impressed with him because he was there with another poet, uh, but he was able to connect with everyone in the audience. Uh, he felt that he was speaking to you. Uh, now, he, was this when he read his poetry yes. or speaking? Or well, both? Whenever he read his poetry, but in between poems, he would be telling you little stories. and Being just, an Irish guy and all. Yeah, right. and he, he had uh, tremendous charisma. Uh, and um, so he tended to take a little bit more notice of him than, than of other poets. Uh, plus the fact that what he, what he was saying, his poetry, um, I was brought up on a small farm as he was, so I was familiar with a lot of the, the language that he was using. Um, so I was immediately sort of drawn in by that. And how did you make the personal connection then? Well, uh, I started to go to other, uh, other events, poetry readings of him, and you know, whenever you become a regular, he gets to know you and you get him, you know, we would have asked him to sign, uh, sign books. Right. So over the years, uh, you know, he got to know me and um, then I started to do uh, uh, guided tours of uh, what I call Heaney country. Now, this is an area around the Markerfeld, Castle Dawson, the Lackey area. It's just about the centre of Northern Ireland. Uh, Seamus was born just outside Castle Dawson, which is about three miles from Markerfeld. So that was the centre of his world, his first world. Uh, and he returned to that first world uh, through all his collections. So a lot of the places that he, that he talked about, um, and the people that he met, um, in my tours, I bring people to those places and actually uh, to meet some of the people that he talked about or their families. Actual people he spoke about in his poetry, you know, yes, and, yes. and they'll talk to well, your folks yes. who are on a tour. Well, one of the places I would bring people to is the forge at the Hillhead, Barney Devlin's Forge. Is that a pub? No, no it's, a, it's a blacksmith it's, it's shop. It's literally a forge, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was the name of a, of a pub. I'm no. Too many pubs here, I guess. Well, uh, Seamus was born just down the road from that. Okay. And he would have passed the forge every day and was uh, right. you know, going to get the bus to visit his uh, grandparents. Uh, so uh, he, one of his early poems was called The Forge, and, and uh, he wrote about uh, Barney Devlin's father. So 
so I would bring people to the forge and uh, the Barney Devlin talks about uh, the blacksmith shop, what it was like in the 40s and the 50s whenever Seamus was growing up. Uh, Barney is the son of that old uh, blacksmith. And uh, so and Seamus also wrote a poem about Barney as well called Midnight Anvil in one of the more recent books. So that's one of the places I bring, would bring people uh, and that's to. And that's the Seamus Heaney Literary Tour? Yes, that's part of the tour. Now, do you have to stay in your guest house to take this tour? No, you don't. Uh, it helps if you do, because in the guest... Because you're right there. Yeah. And, How many uh, rooms in your guest house? Uh, we have five rooms. Okay. Uh, but the, the thing about the guest house is it's, there's a poetry theme throughout. So anybody who likes poetry, uh, even those who are not, not familiar with uh, Irish poets, they would get to learn about them. Not just Seamus Heaney, but Patrick Kavanagh, Louis McNeese, Michael Longley. And we've got um, rooms dedicated to all those poets. Oh, beautiful. We, we've got they, it's you. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so, uh, and there's uh, these uh, broadsides, poetry broadsides throughout the house, uh, and a permanent Seamus Heaney exhibition. Terrific. The, uh, the guest house is called the Laurel Villa Guest House. We will put a, uh, a link to it on our website. It is laurel-villa.com. It's pretty straightforward, and that's where you can meet Eugene Keelt and his wife Geraldine and perhaps take a literary tour. Eugene, thank you for dropping by. My pleasure. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World from Belfast, Ireland, and from Belfast Titanic after we take a little break. Rudy Max's World is coming right back, so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Get ready, get set for the holidays for less at Lumber Liquidator's huge flooring sale. Save on over 150 floors, including first quality laminate from 49 cents a square foot. Pre-finished hardwood from only $1.69 per square foot. Beautiful bamboo up to 15% off our incredibly low prices. Plus, save on great holiday gifts or floor them with a gift card. And get special financing. Hurry, get a great deal on a new floor just in time for the holidays. Sales going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com or your store for your holiday deal today. Geico presents another helpful message from your conscience. You should switch to Geico because you could save money on car insurance. Yeah, you agree with me because I'm your conscience. I'm always telling you to do the right thing. Listen to this. Geico's been around for 75 years, so they have an impressive legacy of saving people money. They deserve a Lifetime Achievement Award for that little jewel. Anyway, switch to GEICO. And let's slow down on the powdered donuts. Try to respect yourself. You know what I'm saying? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Do you have a used musical instrument at home gathering dust? Guitar Center's experts are interested in buying it from you for cash. You don't even need to be a musician. Look at attics and basements because we're buying qualified guitars, amps, pedals, keyboards, drums, and more. It's the trade-in expo at your local Guitar Center now through Sunday. Looking to upgrade? We'll pay cash for qualified used gear and give you a 15% discount on new gear. You can even trade gear. Find details in your local store at guitarcenter.com. 
Kim is in a rush and a large tree has fallen on her car. She needs to file a claim. Should she A, strap her claim forms to a caffeinated falcon, or B, file her claim on Geico.com? The correct answer is B. It's easy to quickly file a claim on Geico.com and set up an appointment with an adjuster. The caffeinated falcon would probably get disoriented and deliver the claim to some burger joint. Geico.com is much more efficient and doesn't have dangerous talons. Geico. Wherever, whenever. Just a click away with our free mobile app. That's code for Old Navy is having a massive Veterans Day sale with 30% off all over the store or 35% off when you use your Old Navy card. Veterans, friends, family, dogs, and babies are all welcome to save big on tons of styles. All the layers you need for fall, like sweaters, jeans, tees, and socks. Don't forget the socks. But the deals only last through Monday. And as a thanks to those who serve our country, take an extra 10% off when you show your valid military ID in-store only. Valid 11-9 through 11-11. Excludes gift cards, fruit of the loom, and clearance. Old Navy card subject to credit approval. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami? Use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, coming to you live from Belfast, downtown Belfast in Northern Ireland from the Belfast Titanic Museum. You probably read about it when it opened a year ago in, in concert with the 100th uh, commemoration, the 100th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. Anniversary sounds like a strange word, but it's accurate in this case. Uh, let me just tell you that perfectly appropriate as to, of to where I am today, this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Tourism Ireland. It's easier than ever to visit Ireland with the addition this year of some nonstop flights from major U.S. cities. And next year, 2014, travelers from the West Coast will be able to fly nonstop via Aer Lingus from San Francisco to Dublin. Once there, you'll be in one of the hippest destinations in Europe. You'll be able to visit ancient landmarks, stay in five-star hotels, and sample cuisine by a new generation of chefs. Cities including Dublin, Belfast, where I am right now, and others have repeatedly been listed on the best destination lists of National Geographic and TripAdvisor. So what are you waiting for? Plan a trip today by checking out Ireland.com for more info and experience a vacation of a lifetime in Ireland. I certainly am. All right, I don't understand this, but the man is going to explain it here to me. My next guest runs something called a wakeboard park. Now, this is a new one to me. Maybe it's not to you. Johnny Crawford operates the Cable Wakeboard Park just out the door here from uh, Belfast, uh, Titanic Belfast. Well, it's, you described it as a high-adrenaline water sport. John, first of all, welcome to the show, Johnny. Nice to have you here. Thank you very much. What is a cable wakeboard park? Uh, a cable wakeboard park is basically a... Uh, a cable system on an electric motor, which is um, strung up over over uh, on, on two pylons, right out here on the lock, literally right here, about here. 250 meters. In fact, about a Titanic's length away from us here. So this is no like big pool of your own. This is we, right on the we, real water. We looked at the real water that's sitting out there, and uh, we built a uh, we built a wakeboard park out there with ramps and, and obstacles in the water, kind of like a snow park. Um, yeah, it's pretty much similar to a, a snow ski lift. So. Um, 
it pulls you back and forth at about. So start. you're hooked to a cable and you have water skis on? Water skis or a wakeboard or. Or a wakeboard, uh, and you're hooked or to a cable. Or your bare feet if you're, if, you're, if you're pretty handy at it, so. Yeah, well, okay. And so then I get pulled along the cable and I can go over these ramps and so on, and yep. I'm actually out going over the lock. Yeah, you're actually on Belfast, Belfast Harbor, so. How did the Belfast Harbor Master feel about this? Uh, well, <laughs> the, first, uh, the first conversation I had with him was a bit interesting. He said, you, you want to string a. Uh, a cable across a commercially operating port and um, and uh, and to water skiers back and forth. And I said, well, yes, we do. And he, he kind of looked at me a little bit and I said, well, look, there's all these little corners of water, um, specifically at the end of the slipways, which if you take a walk around is like a natural amphitheater. I, I looked at it the first time and went, oh, this, this site is... It just hey, wait, had you ever done this before uh, yourself, I, somewhere? I, uh, well, I'm, I'm about third generation into this sport and this, this whole project is to try to build a facility where people can literally just rock up, put a wetsuit on, like we can take you out tomorrow, you're very welcome to come out and have a uh, It's have a cold splat. out there. It's a little nippy, but we're now into the winter season, but we've got really good wetsuits, and uh, yeah, it'll, it'll warm you up. Oh, wait a minute, you say you've been doing this a third generation, where were you doing it before? Um, or are you just talking about water skiing generally? We, well, I'm, I've been, uh, I am currently compete on the Irish team for uh, for wakeboarding, we just got back from Korea. And oh my goodness, I've, okay. I've been water skiing since I was two years old, and... Um, but the cable idea? Brand new to Ireland, this is year one. So um, that's what I'm getting, so you never did it with a cable before uh, the, this this was your idea uh, it basically yeah, my, my overall aim is to bring this industry to Ireland and then facilitate its growth and, and try to get people involved and uh, really have a, and basically it's pretty easy we have an ex, like and a fantastic arena we can take you down there teach you how to wakeboard get some Irish team guys on the water show you all what it's all about so people generally come along have a good time learn how to water ski within about 10 or 15 minutes then see a professional at it and they're like this is kind of cool, and they keep on coming back. So it's it, it's it's not a di- not a difficult. But is job. there a cable wakeboard park anywhere else in the world that you know of? Oh, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of them over the world now. And oh, it's, there are, and it's growing massively. Okay, so. I just never encountered one, and I travel a lot. I must be hanging around in the wrong circles. Yeah, yeah well, you, you've come, you've come to the right place to learn about it here now. So this is uh, this is year one for Ireland for for this, and uh, we. What what age group? Anybody? Uh, we've actually had from uh, from six years until I think sixty eight is our oldest. Uh, well, oldest I'm pushing group. that last number there. Uh, I think you got a few. Uh, years to go yet? No, I don't know, Johnny. Jeez. Um, and, and how long have you been doing this now? Uh, me, I just turned 34, and I, I first. Not got, you, not uh, you. The, the cable the, wakeboard thing. The cable wakeboard thing. Yeah. We, this is year one. So we, we you just started. Yeah, literally year one. We we installed this. We actually thought we were only going to be in here for two weeks. We ran a national championships, and uh, we we applied and said, look, we want to do this, and we didn't want to push the boat out. Pardon the fun, and uh, and, and get denied. And they they said, this is amazing. Can you not just stay? And I said, yeah, of course we can. Good, just stay. And how much does it cost to experience this? Uh, we're, we're running about 15 pounds per go with all equipment oh, and professional right. tuition. So yeah, it's we're all ready to go at 15 pounds, everything, the whole, the whole lot, the full yeah, Monty yeah. is over. That's right. everything, yeah. All right, well, it sounds fascinating. I, I, I was anxious for you to come on because I kept looking and going, what is this cable <laughs> wakeboard thing? Well, it sounds fascinating. So good. This, you, you, do you run, run year-round, you think, or no? Well, this is this is basically, we, uh, we thought we were going to be wrapped up at this time, and uh, we're we have so much demand. Like tomorrow, we've got three different um, full groups coming in um, from the university. We've got Irish team guys and look it up public. At, so. Look it up at cableandwake.com. Hey, thanks for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. We were back. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
It is 52 minutes after the hour. If you have heard parts of this program you'd like to hear again or pass along to someone else, a podcast of it should be posted by Sunday evening in the United States, um, Monday morning here in Ireland. And you can certainly go to RudyMaxa.com and click on podcasts, and you can send your friend hour one or hour two or listen to yourself. Um, United is, uh, usually I do deals of the week. I have a guest I want to talk to in a minute. I just want to tell you that United is, Airlines has launched a promotion for discounted economy wards to Europe. So if you want to come to Europe, normally you would have to spend 60,000 United miles round trip. But this offer, they've reduced it to 48,000. But you've got to book now through November 19th, and your travel has to be between January 13th and March 11th. Again, valid from the United States to Europe, and you can open, you can do some open jaw rewards, awards. It means you can fly into one city and out from another. And by the way, if you go to my Facebook page, Rudy Max, the travel slash leader, put a list of uh, veterans, a link to Veterans Day's discounts for all kinds of places, from you know, from Krispy Kreme to Hooters to the California Pizza Kitchen to McCormick and Schmidt's to Outback, all of them on Monday 11th on Veterans Day. Starbucks, you'll get in free to national parks if you're an active or military, uh, active military or retired military. Bed Bath and Beyond is giving anyway a whole list of. Uh, discounts. Go check that out by clicking on the link at my Facebook page, Rudy Maxa Travel Slash Leisure. I'm joined by Fiona Ure. She is a communications executive at Visit Belfast, which is obviously charged to get you to try to come and visit Belfast. We thought that would be an appropriate way to end our two hours here in, in Belfast this weekend. We're going to do it again next weekend, by the way, and talk about, oh, the prison here and um, all kinds of stuff, like giants along the coastline and so on, Giants Causeway. Fiona, you're in an elevator with somebody. You're in New York City. And they say, yeah, Belfast, what's so great about Belfast? Why should I come to Belfast? What do you tell them? What's your elevator pitch, as we call it, in the United States? I think, um, well, first of all, welcome to Belfast. Nice um, to be we're here. We're very um, proud to have you here. Um, and I hope what you've seen so far has been exciting. I love this exciting. city. I love um, it. I think it's surprising. I think we're a small, compact, fun, young, vibrant city. Uh, I've been involved in tourism for the last 14 years. Never regretted it. I'm a Scot originally, but I, I think I'm a born-again born Irish person. They hired person. you to promote Belfast. Well, uh, yeah, they didn't realize there was a difference in accents, but um, you know, <laughs> Belfast is fun, compact, lots of things to do, great food, great music, great people. Um, and I think you've already got a flavor of the exciting new developments such as Titanic Belfast, the fun young activities such as the wakeboarding as well. But we've got, you know, political history, the murals, if you want to discover that. Talk a little about the murals, because when I first, before I visited here, when I read about the murals, I didn't quite understand them. Describe the murals of Belfast, what they represent. I think they're, they're almost like an outside art gallery. Um, they're a bit like a poster site for um, communities. Some of them are political uh, and more um, to do with the past and the, the struggles and the what we call the troubles. Um, but they evolve con um, constantly. So you'll often find murals that are to do with George Best, a footballer, um, or even Titanic as well. So they, they're, they're, they're constantly very, evolving. They're very professionally done, most of them. Does someone, do you have to apply for a license to do this, or um, do you they're, paint they're, over somebody else's? What is the protocol here? It, it's, I think it works within the communities. There's different um, sort of um, the community groups within the area sort of work with painters, uh, and, they, and they are professional painters in a lot of ways. There are a number of muralists that are um, become very renowned for working together. Um, Danny Devaney and Mark Irvine are two, um, one from one community and the other from the other, and they actually do often work together on cross-community projects as well. Are those artists or are those people who help artists? 
they're, they're the artists. They're so, the you, so we actually now have branded artists who do, do, do well, these walls they, they, here. Yeah, there are a number of artists, but they're two, certainly, the renowned. Well, I've taken, uh, I've taken quite a few pictures of about a dozen of them, and I'm going to post them later this week on Facebook because I found them so fascinating and so arresting. Uh, the, the murals are definitely, definitely a, a big part of it. You talked about the food, and we talked with one of your chefs here, with Niles, about that. How long have you lived here? I've lived here 16 years now. And oh, so you've seen the different, the oh, evolution absolutely. of cooking. Yeah, I've seen the evolution of Belfast Fools Dop, I think, and, and food has been part of that. Northern Irish people love going out, love socialising, and have always enjoyed their food, but certainly in the last six, seven years, um, there's been a real um, influx explosion. of new... Well, explosion could be one word, I suppose, uh, of, of... That's new a big American word, explosion. New, new restaurants. Um, St George's Market is fantastic um, for um, food market that runs Friday through to Sunday, and you can get the best of local produce. Um, but I, I think it reflects um, local produce at its best, but certainly people like Niall McKenna are fantastic um, um, ambassadors for the restaurants around the city, and you'll get some of the best well, food in Belfast. Well, there you the go. World. You've heard it. Not only have you heard it from uh, a woman who's lived here 16 years, she's a woman who hails from Scotland, telling you about Belfast, Northern Ireland. Thank you so much for joining me, Ms. Yur. Thank you very much, and enjoy the rest of your stay in Belfast. Happy. Fiona Yur is the communications, uh, communications executive at Visit Belfast. It promotes this city, obviously. What was that machine that started up? It sounded like a big, uh, I don't know, heater or something. I don't know what it was. Anyway, we're coming to the end of the hour. I've got a lot of people to thank here for making this, uh, these shows possible. Oh, by the way, the website for visiting Bel Belfast is very simple. It's visit-belfast.com. I want to thank, uh, thank at Irish Tourism, Ruth Moran and Bernard McCullum. I want to thank North, with Northern Irish Tourism, especially Lucy King, who has uh, earned her radio producer's stripes the last few days, much to her regret. Here at the Titanic Belfast, Alex McGreevy's been a big help. My guide the last few days and uh, is Billy Scott. And our engineers, Davey McLean here in Ireland, Jeff Ryder back home. My executive producer is Janet DeAcevita McDonald. I'm Rudy Maxa. Join me again next week when we do another show right here from Belfast in Rudy Maxa's world. See you then. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.